So we got to talk about China. I don't know if you saw this. That's insane. So for context, this is what it is. And this is why I get mad because this should be, this should be on the nightly news. If it's not on the nightly news, why? Because it's not our country. I shouldn't have to find this. People shouldn't have to send me this on the internet. Okay. Oh, it's not our country. Uh, it's a city outside of Wuhan. Maybe might be Wuhan. Basically, what they do is the CCP or the government or the powers that be, and I believe they knock on your door and they tell you, get up, wait in line, mandatory test at like 5 a.m. You wait in line to get the test. If you refuse, they take you to a quarantine camp. If you're positive, I think you are allowed to quarantine, but you're locked in your place, or you may have to go to that same camp. If you refuse, you go to the camp, I believe, until you're negative. This is insane. Now people are saying, what do you think goes on in North Korea? Correct. I don't know. We don't see it. People are saying, it's a communist country. Correct. But two things. This isn't hyperbole. This isn't a conspiracy. This is real. It has shades of the 1940s. You know what? It also is in China, and you're going to say, oh, it's the CCP. Okay, well, what else was in China that came here? Yeah, they don't have the guns. They don't have the Second Amendment. Sure. Am I being paranoid? Sure. Is there a reason? Sure. Think about this. They fucking make you do this. If you do not do it, they take you away. There's also $3 billion being held up by Chinese government and banks. Or 300... Three hundred billion. And this is a far cry away from escapism. Just because it's not our country doesn't mean it shouldn't be talked about. Guess what else was in our country? Wet markets. If that's what happened, it came over here. Guess what else wasn't in our country? Bonbons. They came over here. There's always gonna be some big mouth fucktard who did well in school and is at a fucking shitty job who thinks they're gonna correct me. Well, look here, dickwad. Are you ready, dickhole? If you look on my Instagram, my buddy wrote. And he said, Jamie, my brother-in-law has basically been in quarantine prison for the last two weeks. He's sending us videos of he and his two boys surviving this nonsense. Bad. I wrote, dude, effing way. Please, if you have one, send it. I will post it. I hope he gets out. That is confirmed by another comedian whose brother-in-law is there. With his two sons in there sending videos to America. I have to see one. This is insane. That's insane. It's not our country. It's there. You know what else didn't used to be here? Terrorism. It was over there. Now it's here. I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm not trying to scare people. This is what my MO is. It's like there's always some fucking other douchebag in the comments. They'll be like, the world's always been crazy. Damn. We just got kicked down what we're doing. Yeah, no shit, fucking dickbag. But guess what? It seems a little crazier now, doesn't it? When's the last time when you were alive, they were fucking taking people and throwing them in camps because you didn't want a fucking swab in your nose? Please, I'm asking for a friend. I'll wait. Also, 
Alex fucking Jones said all this shit. But if you mention his name, you're a fucking a crazy person. He's been saying this shit for years. He said some bad shit that people don't like. But he also says a ton of good shit. I'm sorry. The guy's right on a lot of things. You're going to judge me for that? Then so be it. The guy says, just because somebody says one thing doesn't mean they don't have knowledge. Just because they mess up on something doesn't mean they can't get nine things right. If that, none of us would ever pass a test. We'd all have to get hundreds. It's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. So I, I'm fucking so happy I'm able to get a cup of coffee, uh, walk out, go places. I try not to take that for granted. But I always like to be informed of what's going on in the world. Yeah, we're not living in the Congo, in deep, deep Congo of Africa. There's shit there that I can't even talk about. I get it. There's super crazy, dark, evil, repressive places. But China looks like us. Feels like us. It's a society. A civilized society that supplies the world with most of the goods. And they're like, do this. If not, we will fucking rule you. And none of the people that are helping putting these people in camps, they feel like they're part of the establishment to do it. They don't feel like these are the people. They feel like they're supposed to control them. That's why I think L.A. is booming right now because I think a lot of Chinese people who are very wealthy are going to come here. That's why so much building is happening. It's incredible. There's a theory that China in the next 10 years, America will be China. And and when people say that, I never really understood what they said. It, I get, But I actually physically believe that. I believe if you have a way out of China, if China doesn't change their ways, which I don't seem like they are, no signs of it, that a lot of rich Chinese people are going to fucking just come to every part of this America and just fucking escape. You gotta park your money. And you, and, and you gotta come here. And that's why there's all these high-end buildings. Either there's gonna be a lot of cheap deals coming in. Or there's gonna be a lot of rich international folk coming in. China and Russia. That's the rumor. I wish those people Godspeed. And I hope that they can. And I hope China lifts its insane finger off these people's necks. Alright, so this just hit me. And I gotta talk about this. Because this is wild, y'all. There's so much to talk about. It's wild. So do you guys know about what the term intimacy coordinator is? Ever since the Me Too movement and all the bad sexual things that have happened and starting to be unearthed in Hollywood, they want to make the set safe. So apparently, I haven't seen one yet, but I've, you know, I haven't had, I've done like, I haven't done like a, Studio or a big media, like, I don't know, I want to say since 2017, maybe? Tremors was like my last, like, you know, studio production. Uh, Roe v. Wade was independent, but I didn't have any love scenes. Uh, last Call is independent. I didn't have any love scenes. Um, my new movie I did was indie, but I had a girlfriend in it, but it wasn't too great. No, it was pretty much, I haven't had run into this yet. You know, we're shut down for two years. But I've been hearing about it. So this dude, Orson Bean, is just a great fucking actor. I know he was in Game of Thrones, but he's been in a million things. I think he was in one of the Bond movies. I think he was in Lord of the Rings. He's awesome. He's a very fucking good actor. And he's definitely a man. And he's old school. But he doesn't seem disrespectful at all. He's coming under fire. I try not to read and talk. I just like to take my things. Game of Thrones star... 
Oh, no, Sean Bean. I apologize. Sean Bean. I apologize. He doesn't have a brother, Orson Bean. He's facing backlash after saying that on-set intimacy coordinators can inhibit actors and spoil the spontaneity of sex scenes. I mean, look, he ain't wrong. He probably, probably could have said love scenes because then the sex people are going to like spontaneity, sex, you know. Said in an interview with the Times of London, he spoke about the job of intimacy coordinators, which he popped up on the sets in the past few years, to help actors navigate and feel safe while filming vulnerable scenes. He said, it would inhibit me more because it's drawing attention to things, said Bean, who played Ned Stark in the HBO series. Somebody's saying, do this, you know him, Sean Bean, he's fucking, he's Ned Stark, he's in Game of Thrones. He said, you know, somebody's saying, do this. Put your hand there while you're touching his thing. The actor with a laugh. When the Times interview pointed out the intimacy coordinators are to protect actors after the Me Too movement against workplace sexual misconduct, Bean referenced actor Lena Hall, who filmed a nude scene with him in Snowpiercer. He says, I suppose it depends on the actress. I don't know his accent. This one had a musical cabaret background, so she was up for anything. There's fucking, <laughs> there's some what to unpack there. There's two things to, uh, to say that you could think about on that one, which is one is, uh, you know, musical theater people are wildly uninhibited. That's a good, pretty true. They love the moment. They love attention. They love to be big and broad. They love, I mean, that's just kind of like a stereotype that they love Fucking shine that spot. That spotlight can't be too bright. They, they're gonna do it. And, you know, I don't know if it's a sex scene with them. Maybe they're like, they want to let you know that they're in that scene. I don't know. I'm assuming that's what he meant. Also, I think also what it means is if you're in theater, this is just a known fact. If you do theater, Broadway, musical theater, play, shows, whatever, there's a lot of quick change. A lot of quick change. And sometimes people just get changed in front of each other. It's a very common thing. It's called quick change. They try to make it intimate, but it wasn't back in the day. People were just getting buck naked right there, doing it. Nobody was saying shit. You just fucking go back, and and men, women, whatever, multiple fucking genders were in the same room because they got to go, and they got to hit the timing, and, it's, you know, there's a lot of nudity. That's just a known fact. Like, go watch that fucking Birdman movie with Ed Norton. That shit was as brilliant as it comes, man. He was brilliant in that movie, and it's true. Walking around naked, talking to a producer, like, that shit is true. Whether it's warranted or not, and you're going to go, how's it warranted? Well, people do. You know, there's a lot of people that don't give a fuck. And there's a lot of people that don't give a fuck on either side. Like, actors don't care if an actor's naked, or actresses might not care if there's an actor naked, or actresses might not care if another actress is naked. Director might talk to somebody who's having, do Equus, your dick is out half the movie. Half the play at Equus. I auditioned for Equus three times. I, I didn't get it. No, I didn't audition with my dick out. And uh, I thought I was going to get it. Passing the Playhouse. It's a it's a fucking rite of passage as an actor, but basically you go you you're about you I think it's a horse I forget I haven't read it in a while but basically your dick's out half the time you do good you get a good review your cock gets a good review um but that guy's out all the time I mean so is women so it's not that uncommon in theater dance like roll roll light moonlight moonlight roll away and cats. You know, and then the dancers are done. There's big rap parties. People are laughing. They're smoking and enjoying. Boom. These things happen. We're all adults here. So he said all this. Uh, so this girl wrote something great. She goes, I think he makes a fair point. 
If it were me, I would be so in my head. And that's probably a very successful actress. Someone else wrote, do you care more about being in your head or in the comfort scene of your partner? Now, hold on. Actress Jamel, Jamila Jamil of The Good Place and West Side Story Rachel Ziegler also weighed in on Bean's comments. Let me see what they had to say. Uh, this is good. Oh, this one had musical cabaret background, so she was up for anything. <laughs> I just love the dude. <laughs> he's Brit, probably Brit on Irish. This one of the backgrounds is up for anything. Like, he's probably as a fucking snifter, Jameson, smoking a grit. Like, European, man. So the girl that he said that about said, just because I'm in theater, not cabaret, but I do perform them every once in a while. Okay, very technical. Does not mean I'm up for anything, she wrote. Seriously, does this depend on the other actor, the scene we're about to do, the director, and whatever crew? Buh, buh, buh. Sean is an awesome actor. Made me feel very comfortable. Okay, so she's fine with it. Uh, Jamila Jamil said it should be technical. It should only be technical. It's like a stunt. Jamil tweeted on Monday, our job as actors is to make it not look technical. Nobody wants an impromptu grope. Okay. And just some coordinators establish environment safety first. Uh, Rachel Ziegler wrote, it's good to have a uh, spontaneity in an intimate scene can be unsafe. Wake up. Other actors like X Machina, Alex Verkander has spoken. <laughs> it's the worst thing to ever do those scenes. The Oscar winner said in a candid interview. I'm very comfortable with my body. I've done quite a bit of nudity, but it's never easy. All right, let me just say this. As someone who's done everything in this business, almost porn, because I was in a movie Finding Bliss about porn. As someone who's done just about everything you can do in this business. Let me explain this to you. Comedy drama. He's not wrong. They're not wrong. But let me give you the reality of the situation. He's from a different era. I have to watch. I've never seen Game of Thrones. I got to watch the whole thing. I'm sorry. But I know he was the star of it. One of the stars of it. Fucking. He's Ned Stark. He's from the era, man. Do you realize that when people are doing a movie together, they hook up? Like, you realize that, right? Like, do you realize that there's tons of hookups, right? Do you understand if people go on tour together, they hook up? Do you know people, like, I always say this to people, like, marriages are doomed. If you're not married to an actor and your wife's an actress and you work on Wall Street, if you're not by her side, you're doomed. And I'm not trying to make this a sexist sex thing because it's men and women. But let's fucking be really real here, ladies. Do you know the biggest joke in the business is? Do you know how to date an actress? Stand next to her. I'll let you figure that out. Someone will probably try to fucking say some bad shit about that. It's pretty simple. What does that tell you? What the joke means is, for those who are technical, is you, no one asks an actress out. They're on an island, literally. People are scared. They're intimidated. So if you give them attention... And you fucking are confident to someone who's this big, powerful thing. You're probably going to get a coffee. That's why a lot of actresses end up with grips and stuff. Because they're like, you know, the fucking guy, they stand next to a fucking key light all day. But if you're doing a kissing scene and someone's like, uh, more bottom lip, uh, mm, close, close, close. He's a hundred percent right. But if you're doing this scene and someone puts their hands Without consent of the other partner, she's 100% right. Uh, clearly, I'm going to be more old school than I am new school. It should be a stunt? No. 
No fucking way. No, I just thought about that. Go watch Sea of Love with Ellen Barkin and Al Pacino. There's a reason why they were a couple after. I'm consenting adults. Go watch it. I don't think there was any fucking stunts in that. The other girl from West Side Story said, wake up. That's a little aggressive. And maybe he's a little too lax. All right, I'm going to try to play all sides. But let's. here's the deal. People hook up all the time on a set. I would love to interview these women in a real way. Like, there's chemistry. There's, I've worked with people that gotten married. But obviously, it's how your partner feels. It's like, how do you feel about this? Boo, boo, boo. Feel it out. There's people that have to do kissing scenes and they hate each other. It's a whole different thing. There's people, I did a movie with a girl and she didn't want to show her breasts and she was great for, good for her. So she had stand-in breasts, but she was like, look, and on set she wore, it's covered up. It was perfect. Closed set, like all of that. Look, if this was the 70s, I mean, people, you want to do a bump before the scene? Let's figure it out. Okay, I'll do this. After you do these scenes, listen, I've done a lot of stuff. I'll give you some, some examples. First of all, it's not a man and a woman thing. It's a artist thing because there, do not be, there are men that are creeps, yes, and there are men that are wonderful guys. And there are women that are 100% professional, and there are women that are straight hellfire vixens. And that's just honest. If you don't, polite, if you don't like it, you, ha- you haven't worked in our business. You haven't done movies in other countries. You haven't done, I have. And so, to me, as an actor, the mo- one the, why the most exciting thing you can do are movies or big like series, event series, like these Games of Thrones, because you're going to another part of the world, you're in a commune, it's four months, you're meeting new people, it's all exciting. That's why it was so hard for me to be married, why I was never married, because it's like, who knows what's going to happen, right? It's a new adventure, and you don't want somebody from your life going, you know, but it's, you know, when you got lonely, you want to have your girlfriend come over if you have one at the time so yeah you can do it and if you're in a relationship you should stay in a relationship or whatever your parameters are i don't fucking know but what i'm saying is you get to make a movie but the bonding with the crew and your cast is some of the most exciting shit and so you could be married to a guy who's a banker right and be an actress and do you spend if he's not on that set with you for within three days if you're doing 14 hour days and it's all together, and you're doing scenes, and it's intimate, and then in between setups, you're talking, and then you're eating together, you're rehearsing together, you're running lines together. Hey, do you want to go eat after this? Because we, let's rehearse, sure. Fuck it, let's go to this little restaurant. You instantly are thrown into a relationship. It doesn't have to be, it's not intimate, but it is an intimate working relationship. That's just the way it is. It could be doing a movie with a dude it could be doing a movie with a woman it could be doing a movie with three dudes or whatever a big cat whatever but if it's a typical man and woman it's very intimate very quickly and either gonna there's gonna be chemistry so think about that think about it if you got a job at kinko's and you worked with a somebody and you were supposed to in kinko's all day spent all the time with them and then eat lunch with them, and then talk about your next day, and, and and talk about that. And it wasn't eight hours; it was fourteen hours. And then afterwards, you're tired, and you want to rehearse. So you talk about your next day, and you're in the lobby, and then you just, people are la- we're all laughing, and then oh god, it's such a long day. A glass of wine. These things happen. It's all adult. It's all consensual. Sometimes nothing happens. Other times things happen, and sometimes people have offshoot relations. 
and in the scene, it gets better. Listen, I've done movies where I've had to hook up, and I would not hook up during the movie because I knew I wanted that chemistry to be so good. I, I'm not going to tell you which movies. Uh, I, you know, I could tell you things, tons of shit. I wanted to keep that energy. But for me, I've done all types of things. You can look and see who I've dated, who I haven't dated. I've dated actresses. I've dated non-actresses. But if you're movie to movie, TV show to TV show, it's pretty, it's pretty certain this happens. That people become involved. Okay. So the fact that this intimacy coordinator coordinating, yeah, it should be there, but it also shouldn't be looked upon as like this. This is the scourge of our business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's a, there's some creeps, but there's also a lot of non-creeps. And there's also a lot of people that, like, are having a good time. And there's a lot of people that don't want to fucking, and they'll do that. I heard a couple people tell me that they did it, and they're like, yeah, we did whatever they said, and then we did the scene the way we wanted to. I've, I've heard that a few times. I, let me explain this to you. They'll, like, it, I, it should be a stunt. So you're going to, like, I'm going to kiss you once, then I'm going to turn, we're going to laugh. I mean, that's not rubber at all. I mean, I just... I agree like it should be, the parameters should be set. And I agree no one should touch or kiss at all without consent or saying, hey, you know what? And you should leave it up to the woman. If the woman's like, hey, I don't know what's going to happen. We do that. Something happens. I've had an actress kiss me with no tongue. I've had other actresses kiss me with tongue. I've had actresses kiss me when I wasn't, didn't know there was going to be a kiss. It's fine. I'm fine with it. But that's me. Everyone has their own different thing. But let me tell you the story. So I did my first dramatic movie. I'm not going to name it. I got this role. It was a great part for me with a great actor and uh, a bunch of known people in the movie. And, and the lead female was unknown. She's known now, but it was unknown. And basically her husband was like, you know, she wanted to act and he helped fund this movie and she was the lead. And uh, I played this really noir thriller. I'm going to put it out again. And... Um, was an understatement role for me. And it was incredible. I made a lot of money. I made friends. I wish I saw these guys still. And his wife, he's the producer. Good looking dude. Funny dude. Hilarious. And basically, his wife seducing me. The whole movie. And um, I was, there was a scene. The first, like towards the end of the movie. It was a summer night. It was like this. And it was all exciting. I'm making all this money. A fucking dramatic movie. I'm like, this is gonna be good for me. I'm busy. I got my dad a fucking little part in it. And uh it was a late night. Oh man, I can't even remember filming this shit. This is how my brain is done now. I've done so much. And uh it's a shower scene. And it's like something in it is either flashback in his mind or it's really happening. But I think it was real. And he has these flashbacks. And is my character bad or not? And so the movie's told in flashbacks. I do this, this shower scene. I'm like, well, what are we going to do? And she's real comfortable with her body. And she she was healthy. You know what I'm saying? That's all you can say. She was healthy. And she had a robe. But one push comes to shove. She, I should interview her. She, that robe was off. And it was, she was, and you'll know who she is because she's on something else now. I don't know if she's still on it. And they told me before we do it, they said, hey, do you want to wear a cock sock? I forget what they call it. There's a thing like a merkin or something to put hair down there or whatever, but I already had hair. I'm like a cock sock. And they're like, yeah, it's like a stocking for your cock. But you put your cock in it. So it doesn't like brush up against the actors. And I was like, well, okay. 
are you going to see my cock? And they're like, nah, we won't see your cock, but that way it's in the sock. So we had to kiss in the shower. And this is, she, how can I say this? This was early in the, uh, in the enhancement game and she enhanced herself. You know what I'm talking about? There was a few add-ons and, um, and I had to hold her really tight. So I'm like, what do you want to do? And she's like, she's like, um, I'm going to be in the shower. I'm going to be naked. I'm going to be wearing a, like a merkin. I'm giving away. I'm doing. <laughs> and uh, I said, "Yeah, I'm. I'll wear that cock sock, and I don't have to touch you or whatever." She goes, "No, no. I'm in that. You do what you need to do. You do what you need to do." And uh, I'm like, "Well," and they're like, "Look, if you get excited, you know, just it's part of the scene, whatever." But it's really true. Like you. Don't get excited because there's just too many. And they closed the set, but there's still some fucking kid from fucking Ventura of fucking key grip looking at your dong in a fucking no fear hat. And you're like, your shit's not going to get blood flow. You know what I mean? You're looking at that guy. What's up, bro? And fucking your dong's out. Like, But it was my first and my first. I had just hit a, a great age to do this. And so we would talk through the scene in the robe. The robe was kind of loose. I was covered up. She was covered up. But, I mean, things were about to come out and um i guess during the shower scene i didn't notice she put on this little there's a little patch this is all new to me and where it basically covers up the keyhole right so think of it like a little you know what i'm saying literally a strip on the strip right and that's really smart because it's basically like hey if you're intimate it, you know that you don't want anything brushing up against anything right if it's a nude scene and it and it was had to be kind of nude because asses were showing and silhouettes in the side of me, so I couldn't have a thing on. So I was like, you weren't seeing my dong, but it was like right there, and you weren't seeing her, but you're seeing her her butt. So, and you know, her breasts were in the scene. And she's as cool as the other side of the pillow. She's incredible. Um, and her husband was there, and I'm like, yo, you good? He's like, yeah, yeah, you got to do it, you got to do it. He's fucking hilarious. He's funding the movie. She, you know, yeah, I know, right? Uh, she's my love interest. This is my first starring role. Um, legit people all around. Um, and so I put the sock on, but the thing was like a wet mesh, weird, like, like, a, like a beard, mesh beard, like you get at McDonald's. And it was wet, and the shower is wet, and the thing was like fucking coming off. And um, I'm like, like I'm like talking to her, and I'm holding her, and I'm like, "Where's my fucking sock?" So we had to like, do, you know, do it. And I was younger, so it's you know, things, things like you're, you're more, uh, you got more, uh, what's the word, uh, nugenics in you. You know what I'm saying? So I just remember. She had that strip, so when she got in the shower naked, I saw it, and I go, oh, and she goes, mm-hmm, and I was like, oh, that's that's great, you know, and I was like, I'm going to wear that, and she goes, it's fine, darling, if that comes off, just go with the scene, I'm like, well, it's on, but it's like weird, and it's wet, she's like, it's fine, darling, and I'm like, all right, well, I'm not going to touch you, she goes, darling, you have to hold me in the scene, you have to kiss me, it's fine, darling, and she, and I'm like, well, and she's like, darling, and the husband's like, go for it, and I'm like, the director's like, rolling and i'm like you know what i mean so it was it it was a closed set i'm kissing her 
There was also sex scenes, but they were shot in a way it was perfect. It was like on my face, and I was like a psycho, and she was there. So we didn't really have to be as intimate as the shower. And we're in the shower. These are out. Tushy's out. Strips on the strip. That's fine. That's all tucked away. My sock ain't working. I don't, I'm not going to put myself on record to tell everything, but definitely the sock didn't really work, and there was reasons why. There was reasons why because it was wet. There's also reasons why because it wasn't covering the surface area. Something happened. You know what I'm saying? So she's like, I'm like, it. And she's like, it's fine, darling. And um, we kissed, did a couple of takes. And I'm like, and he's like, cut. That was great. I'm like, are we good? He's like, yeah. And she's, I'm like, are you good? She's like, I can't believe it's over. So quick. Amazing. Fucking sitting afterwards. I, I think that night we all had a glass of wine. I think me and her talked and her husband was like so cool. And he was like, yeah, you guys, you know, like probably let us bond a little bit. We just talked a little bit. She had a cigarette. Nothing happened. But if she wasn't married, who the fuck knows, right? I'm not saying on the scene. I'm saying afterwards, a glass of wine turns to two. You know what I'm saying? So what am I trying to tell you? It was awesome. She was great. I always fucking went in as my true altar boy self. And I was like, is this, is this? And she's like, it's fine, darling. And um, boom. So that's, so, and I'm after Orson. I'm after Sean Bean. So Sean is older than me. And, you know, who knows what the rules were? He's a rogue rapscallion, you know, a desirable man. And then we've got the new generation. So as long as everybody's on the same playing field, it's good. Yes, should we have these coordinators? Of course. I could tell you 20 stories. But just to let you know, there are people that kiss and they hate each other. And it's that. And there are people that are in total relationships and they get together and they cheat. There's other people that just act and they go home and there's a secret. Like, yeah, if we weren't together, fuck me. Like, you know, just look at all the relationships that come off of sets. It's for a reason. Keep it adult. Keep it safe. But also, no, it's not a fucking rape wagon out there either. Like, yeah, there are things that happen, but it's not just rapey McRaperson. I'm sorry, I have to say it. There's like a lot of fun, exciting times and it's okay. And there's a lot of, it's usually consensual. You know what I'm saying? It's not the norm, at least in my fucking 30 years. Um, so, yeah, can't wait for people to take pieces of that and fuck me up. So now we get the raid on Mar-a-Lago, right, which is insanely unprecedented. And if you look at it, people are reacting one of two ways. Trump's dirty, they're finding stuff, or the Democrats are fucking trying to ruin Trump and take him down so he can't run. So it's either there's evidence in there. People said, how can there be? You cannot raid. This is unprecedented. And Watergate, it wasn't the president's home. Like, this is unprecedented. This is another crazy thing in our times, right? So they raid his home when he's not there. I believe they had a no-knock warrant, which is saved for, like, Bakersfield meth huts. 30 FBI agents. 30 boxes, they go in, they brought a safe cracker, cracked his safe, apparently there was nothing in there, took the shit, raided the shit, the offices, and they left. Former president. Biden says he has no idea that it was happening. A lot of people don't believe that. So what do we have? We have, it could be one of a few things. It looks like it's the U.S. Archives Committee. Basically, Trump left, he had sticky fingers, 
and left with some things that are classified. Now, as you know, the president can declassify anything at any moment today. So if that's the case, it's already weird. But to serve the warrant and okay the warrant on a former president is like insane. Like you gotta basically have a smoking gun, right? By the way, everyone keeps saying we're living in a banana republic because this is like, they kept shitting on Venezuela, but they kept saying banana republic. I'm thinking banana republic's getting all this free press. So they do it. The other argu- the argument is, is Trump is dirty, has something that is for national security, and it has to be taken back. Now, whether he did it to be nefarious or whether he did it by mistake, that's all going to play out if, he, if they find anything. The other angle is, is that they know Trump is powerful. He's not even the president. He's the most talked about person still. He's totally deplatformed. And you fucking just, you don't want to give him any more attention. <laughs> you just made the guy a martyr. How dumb can you be? Like, you don't want him to run. Not only is he going to run, he's going to fucking sprint. And he's got half of the country going, you're the victim, dude. So you just fucking set him up for massive underdog status. Apparently, he complied. So far, they're not finding anything. I mean, you got to think, you got to say this. I don't understand if you don't like Trump, how you can, if you shit on, I have to joke, if you shit on Trump, you got to shit on Biden. These people that go after Trump, they got to go after Biden. Like, you, there's so much to say and only have a little bit of time left. Like, they never, ever, ever raided Hillary. And she wasn't even a former president. She was able to do those emails. Hunter Biden, you know the drill. He's still not arrested. Literally crimes on his computer. Doing smoking crack is a crime. Having prostitutes is a crime. Like, those are crimes. Plus a lot of other stuff. So it looks very, very one-sided. I mean, you can say Trump is... But you have to look at are all the other people on the other side. Are they getting the same treatment? I mean, it's fucking Russia. Russia gate, that came up. Didn't happen. Collusion, they say, never happened. Impeachment didn't work. Second impeachment. I mean, think about it. They've come after everything with this dude, and they can't do it. At some point, they're just going to have to say, touche, dude. Now, like, they might find something. But to say that you're going to do this to thwart his chances of running, he's not only going to run, he is going to win. And he's going to win in a landslide. Andrew Yang co-signed it today the most sensible guy in the political game andrew yang's like this is the dumbest thing you could have did it looks like political fucking interference you just made the guy a messiah so it's well i mean do no other democrat no other republican is gonna get people think trump is the president right now they don't listen to biden they listen to trump trump has rallies like every week he's got a rally what president that's not a president acts like the president what does this happen in history that you're like, no one will play his fucking rallies <coughs> except Newsmax. And then there's all the clips on Twitter and the Twitter doesn't want them, but they have them. Trump has rallies like he's on the campaign trail. He has rallies. He's not the president. He's banned. He's he's he has rallies. What does that tell you? A lot of people just it's it's hilarious. They just don't accept Biden. So it's literally like it's kind of like what's going on in Silver Lake is its own entity. You could call that. Washington, D.C., and then what's going on in Fort Lauderdale is its own thing. And so what's the truth, right? Well, if you've got all the big mainstream newspapers, Silver Lake is the reality, right? Well, now since people don't trust all that anymore, Rolling Stone and all these different papers, they'll 
they trust YouTube and the Fort Lauderdale Weekly. So it's like everything's being disrupted. But there's also something else that this could be. And the New York Post wrote it. So it says this. Judge who okayed Mar-a-Lago raid was an Obama donor once linked to Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, that's not a good headline. Reinhardt was evaluated the magistrate judge in 2018 after 10 years in private practice. He represented several of Epstein's employees. 2011 affidavit, Reinhardt denied that he had done anything improper and insisted that since he was not involved in the federal investigation of Epstein, he was not privy to inside information about the case. In 2013, however, Reinhardt's former colleagues contradicted him, saying that he had learned confidential non-public information about the Epstein matter. While employed by the U.S. Attorney's Office, Reinhardt noted that the Herald, in response that a complaint filed against him by a lawyer, Repstein's victims had been dismissed. Like I said, it could be Trump's dirty, Trump made a mistake, or Trump's got something. He's got a Trump card on somebody, and they want to fucking get it out of his hands. It could be a crime, or it could be a frame job, right? I don't know. They came in without him knowing. So that's not easy to fucking cover up if you got something. Right? Like, they they come and they surprise you. So if you're not prepared, so if they don't find anything, they do find something. I'll say this. What if Trump has some kind of information that could take down a lot of people? It ain't going to end well. I don't know how this ends normally. People are literally screaming civil war. It makes, it's, it's, this has never happened in our history. Think about it. If you don't investigate one side who looks dirty and you're always investigating another side who's literally out of office who's always been told dirty. I just don't get all the people that are like simping for Biden and just think Trump is like, that's the whole thing is Trump is the most evil guy ever in all these people's eyes. Fucking Hunter Biden and all that shit is fucking weird. Let's be real. It's weird. Why is that guy like that? Come on, man. You can't literally look at fucking all those career democrats those older heads and be like oh they're fucking good people like if you don't like trump you can't like them that's what's fascinating people are like oh he's a piece of shit he's a piece of shit but hunter over here he's a good guy look he just got caught up in some rock i mean what where do you think he learned that from like what did that guy see that he had to numb himself like that anyway guys it's been real and it's been fun It's been really fucking fun. Like, subscribe, fucking double subscribe, triple subscribe. Help me out. Much of love. I love you. Peace.